With us today is Mario Economo, a uh, banker uh, out of uh, Zurich, uh, London, uh, New York. And uh, he usually gives us a, an update on Sunday uh, mornings. And uh, Mario, uh, what is going on in Europe? Yes, uh, good morning, uh, Cats Roundtable. A lot of interesting things continue to happen in Europe. Uh, this past week saw some very large demonstrations in the Czech Republic where hundreds of thousands of people showed up to protest the uh, failed energy policy of the country, which has resulted in astronomically high energy bills uh, that the people cannot afford. Spain has also been seeing um, protests specifically professionals protesting about working rights and conditions uh, uh, regarding the cost of living there as well. France continues to see huge protests in the streets uh, where people are uh, upset about the increase in their retirement age from 62 to 64. Um, so generally speaking, we are seeing some unrest uh, in Europe, across Europe. Um, I think one of the things we need to touch on today is a, vi a visit that the uh, NATO Secretary uh, General Stoltenberg had earlier uh, this past week in the Ukraine, where he basically said at the upcoming summer NATO conference in Lithuania, Ukraine's joining uh, of NATO will be discussed. Uh, and the view and the statements that have been presented from both sides, meaning the Ukraine and NATO, is that the Ukraine should become a member of NATO. Of course, Russia has responded to that and said that, in fact, if that does happen, it only proves the case as to why they did uh, invade uh, the Ukraine in order to protect their interests in their country. Uh, and they said that if, in fact, that were to happen, this war will continue indefinitely. Um, we can touch on one other thing as well, and that is specifically in Turkey, We've seen, or rather in Turkey, we have to say the name correctly, uh, we've seen two things happen this week. We've seen that the uh, Biden administration has actually approved a very limited upgrade to their F-16 fleet, and specifically that in communication. Statements that the F-16 fleet was not going to be modernized or upgraded are in fact true. Uh, however, they did give them an upgrade on the communications, meaning these jets can now communicate with each other better in the skies. We also did see the, and it looks like the Biden administration is trying to soften the blow on the Hulk Bank, uh, the Hulk Bank uh, uh, situation. There was a bank there which was going to be charged in the U.S. criminal courts for evading sanctions against Iran and specifically for um, trading with Iran. It looks like now the prosecutors in the U.S. are going to relook at that case and they're going to most likely not proceed with an actual indictment of the bank. It's important to point out that that specific bank, the son-in-law of President Erdogan, is involved in it. So this is actually a pretty big development. Uh, one other thing we can also touch on, and this is uh, where we should probably end our discussion today, and that is specifically Germany and France and the different uh, direction they are both taking with respect to what President Macron referred to as European autonomy, specifically a Europe that's not going to be a vassal state of the U.S. Germany, for their part, and specifically through Foreign Minister Baerbock and her recent visit to China, she came back and she actually made some pretty, pretty bold statements, and specifically that even though China remains Germany's greatest trading partner, she does not believe Germany should trade with China at any cost. Her view is that Germany should 
trade with China only if China actually ha- uh, accepts the responsibility it has towards working working towards peace in the world. Uh, and particularly using its influence over Russia and the war in the Ukraine. This is very different than the position that Francis Macron has taken, and specifically that uh, Europe needs to remain autonomous. Europe should not be getting involved in situations in Taiwan. And specifically, if Europe cannot resolve the issue in the Ukraine, why is it basically following America down the path of getting involved in other conflicts that take it out of its uh, uh, the take it out of its uh, part of the world uh, region of influence. So we see in Europe now a Germany and a, Fran- and a France, which are on completely different sides of the spectrum, specifically with future foreign policy engagement and wars. Um, so, so I don't think that's line, well. I'm just trying. I'm trying to look at this, Mario. I'm trying to look at this from a hundred thousand feet. Uh, Europe. Uh, you know, represented uh, by uh, France and Germany, want a more independent uh, Europe, a more independent EC. Uh, And then you have uh, uh, China uh, and Russia are uh, allying with the um, OPEC uh, communities or the uh, Middle East communities. So does that mean the U.S. is isolated? I mean, as it stands right now, it looks like the only real allies the U.S. has, and we've seen this, by the way, with the leak of those Pentagon papers where we saw that Egypt, uh, who is a strong ally of the U.S., was actually planning on secretly selling weapons to Russia, uh, rather ammunitions to Russia. Uh, It looks like the only real people that are standing next to the U.S. at the moment are the Europeans. And this comes back to what we've said for many uh, uh, programs now, that it doesn't benefit the U.S. to only have Europe on its side, and it doesn't uh, benefit the uh, 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 Europeans to basically only have the Americans. Both people need to actually uh, work with different countries uh, in, in the world in order to be able to achieve their goals. Well, Mario Economo, I mean, I am concerned because it looks like uh, – uh, the Saudis are aligning themselves in one way, and we don't really know where uh, uh, Turkey stands. Uh, and, uh, well, I think we're dealing with serious business, Mario. Yes, I think we are. I think the situation's not good. Uh, we know we've seen now uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago Honduras, which was one of 14 countries that actually had an embassy of Taiwan in it, uh, has told the Taiwanese embassy to essentially sh- shut down and to remove their personnel because it's now going to align itself with China, whom it has said is actually going to invest in uh, Honduras. It's going to provide them with um, energy. It's going to provide them with investments. So, you know, we're now seeing the Chinese actually coming into our part of the world, or rather the American part of the world, in this hemisphere, and actively involving themselves. And, Mario, we're fact- out of time, but one more statement I wanted to make. It looks like Pakistan is starting to buy from China or Russia uh, more uh, crude oil. Yes, they're buying discounted crude from the Russians. That's correct, and that comes as no surprise. Many countries in the world are doing that, and the Russians are going to essentially flood them with cheap crude, cheap natural gas, and plenty of wheat to keep their people fed fed and not hungry. This, Thank of you. course, will have an impact uh, on, on the relations with the U.S. Thank you, Mario Kunomo. We'll catch up again real soon. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.